book of Joshua. Quickly. Joshua chapter 1. Several weeks ago, I used the first nine verses to teach you on the concept of the power of imagination. When the Lord came to now this second generation of Israelites being led by Joshua, preparing them to enter in and possess the land which had been promised to them. And he looked at Joshua and he told Joshua the dimensions of the land. He told them the boundaries. He told them to him to be of good courage. He's going to parcel it out as an inheritance. He tells him that you're going to prosper wherever you go, uh, that God will be with him not to fear. And he looked at him and he said, I'm going to give you my word. I'm going to give you the book of the law. And I want you to imagine. I want you to meditate. I want you to begin to dream about how all of this will take place. And, and so we taught on imagination. And I know for a number of years now, many of you have joined with me dreaming and imagining of what it would look like this day. There was a time we imagined maybe dropping the walls of, of this church and maybe God was going to give us a, a greater portion of this mall. And, and, and so we, we considered that. We considered, uh, do we purchase a church that perhaps is going to another location and we're going to pick up that location. And so we had lots of ideas with regards to what God might do, but there was never anything that just was it. This was it. But suddenly, starting last summer, uh, the Lord began to speak and remind me of certain prophetic words, remind me of the history of the region we're living in. I'm going to talk just a little bit about that when we get to the property. And he began to put the pieces together in his time and his way. And we began to see the for sale sign go up and there were some disappointments in the timing. But, you know, just staying true to God and staying faithful with him, we... We continued to imagine, and some of you in this very body, when I, when I was thinking, well, God shut the door and, my, and he locked it, and I guess that just wasn't the heart of God, some of you in this very congregation looked at me, and you kept saying, Pastor, I still believe that's our property. I still believe that's where God would want us to be. And I just salute you this morning as the voices that kept looking at me saying, I just believe that's the heart of God, because you were right. That was the heart of God. And he did it in such a way in order to benefit us as a people and to help us as a people. And, and so we've imagined and, and, and you get to the place where you imagine and you dream. But isn't it good to know that that God brings that imagination and he brings it down into reality. And today we're going to step on reality. It, it's, it's more than theory now. It's more than a dream. It's more than just a conception. But... We're actually going to step into reality. And here in verse 10, it says this, that Joshua commanded the officers of the people saying, pass through the camp, command the people saying, prepare provisions for yourselves for within three days you will cross over this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God has given you to possess. And to the Reubenites, the Gadites, half the tribe of Manasseh, Joshua spoke saying, Remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord is the Lord your God is, is giving you rest and is giving you this land. Isn't that interesting, honey? He says he's given us rest. We've been striving, but God says you're going to go into the land and he's going to give you rest. That doesn't mean there aren't some battles, but it's, it's amazing how he says, I'm going to take you in and you're going to battle a little, but you're going to have rest. Only God could do that. It says your wives, your little ones, your livestock shall remain in the land. 
which Moses gave you on this side of the Jordan. But you shall pass before your brethren armed all your mighty men of valor and help them until the Lord has given your brethren rest as he gave you. And they also have taken possession of the land uh, which the Lord your God is giving them. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and enjoy it, which Moses, the Lord's servant, gave you on this side of the Jordan uh, towards the sunrise. So they answered Joshua saying, all that you command us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we heeded Moses in all things, so we will heed you. Only the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your command and does not heed your words in all that you command him shall be put to death. Wow. <laughs> there you go. They were serious about this now, weren't they? Only be strong and of good courage. And I'm just reading this to you in the few moments that I have before we all pack up and we get to leave. And that is, this is what Joshua said to the, to the people. He said, of all the people that have gathered here, it's not only the fact that we're crossing this Jordan and going into the land, but each of you here has an inheritance in this. And I believe the Spirit of the Lord spoke this to me in, in, a, in a very real and dramatic way. And, and, and I want you to link your faith up to this with me this morning. That there are some of you here that have been waiting on your promises and your land. Some of you have been waiting on God to move for you and to part the Jordan and for you to go across, for you to receive that which he has for you. And, and listen to me, when the Israelites were going into the promised land, you've got to get the practical implication of what was going on. Yes, they were going to fulfill the promise of the Lord, but for each individual person, what the land represented to, that represented to them was this, that they no longer had to function under the poverty wages of Egypt, but they were going to go to a land that was now flowing with milk and honey, and resource was utterly aboundless. They were going to a place where they no longer had to live in the Section 8 housing of Egypt, but that God was going to give them their brand new home and their property that they could live in and work. No longer were they going to have to work that minimum wage job that Pharaoh gave them in Egypt, but there was going to be a business that they would own there in the new land. So you got to understand, for the children of Israel, this was very personal to all of them. And I believe the Spirit of the Lord put this in me to tell you today that we're going together as a people out to a piece of property. But as your feet step on that piece of property, your season is going to change personally. You need to hear me this morning. That as you step across that ditch, which is our Jordan... And you put your feet on that land. You need to get it in your spirit. That we're not just building a church, but we're beginning to release a new life for some of you. And Joshua looked at the people, and this is what he said when he looked at the people. He said, but I want you to remember this. That we're not doing just this for one person. But he said, we're going to fight for everybody until everybody gets their inheritance. And then once everybody gets their inheritance, then we can go back and we can rest on our laurels. And so I'm telling you this morning, I don't care who you are or what you've got in the bank account or who you think you are or what it is that you brought with you to the equation. I'm here to tell you that God says we're all going in. God says this is our season. God says that this is the moment each of you, each of you will begin to see the promise of God come to pass in your life. And I'm going to fight with you so that every promise that God has for you will come to pass as well. Amen.
This is going to be as exciting as a cemetery on the day of the rapture. I'm telling you. Amen. Well, if, if the guys that I was supposed to release and give the heads up to, I'm going to give this heads up to some guys. You need to be going right now because I'm going to pray right now and we're going to be released. Now, you can't. We used to use the word doddle. You know, everybody knows what doddle means, right? It, it, it means drag your feet. Don't, don't go to the land like you come to church, okay? You just don't, don't do that. Cause, cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to start at 1125 out there. That should give you more than enough time. I've got directions to get you there. Follow somebody. And, uh, don't worry about whoever's shutting the church down. Just don't worry about all the different things. We'll worry about it later. But I, I, I want you to get there, but I'm gonna pray. And, and we're gonna believe God right now. And, and we're gonna pick it up out there, uh, together. Amen. Are you, are you ready for a new season? Are you ready for a new chapter in life? Are, are, are you ready to turn over and close that old chapter and say, God, I'm ready for that new season for you to ride on there. I'm ready to see walls fall. I'm ready to see Jericho succumb, the harvest release. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready too. Amen. And I believe it's that season. Father, thank you this morning, Lord, that there's just a stir in the camp. Lord, that there's just a, a, a buzz, a Holy Spirit buzz in the people of God this morning. And Lord, you've been good to us. And Lord, we recognize the fact that our natural actions have spiritual repercussions. And Lord, I believe this morning that even as we just take a little drive and we step on a piece of property, that Lord, over this people in this congregation, Lord, you're going to open something up and you're going to shift something in the heavenlies and you're going to cause that which had dried up to begin to prosper again you're going to cause that which was frustrating to be favored you're going to cause that which seemed to be lacking to suddenly have more than enough that lord that which they put on a shelf and said it must not be time that you're going to have your people pull that promise off the shelf and say now is the time this is the moment even for me Lord, I believe that to be true. I want that so badly for each and every person, Lord, that, that there would be so many testimonies in these next 19 months that, that Trace would have to say, I, I can only take three or four. I have got to put the rest off for a, for, for a, a week. Lord, just amaze us. Blow us away with what you can do. And Lord, I thank you. I thank you for each one of these people. They've been a blessing to our life and our household and this ministry. And Lord, now I ask that as we, we link up together, as the children of Israel did, as the, as the tribe comes together, Lord, help us not only to be in it for ourselves, but to be in it for each other. And let us wage war in such a way that not one will be left without an inheritance. And Lord, I thank you this morning as we pause for just a moment to pick up service out there on John's Island, as we just pause and say, time out, Lord, help us, Lord, stay in the spirit of this thing. And Lord, we give glory to you and honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Drive, drive safely, don't speed, obey authority, and we'll see you in just a few minutes.